He's blonde and bitchin'. She's sporty and sassy. Together, they're perfectly imperfect. It's Jesse and Jenna's messy podcast. Cheers! <laughs> like my wine glass? Is that pretty? I don't know if you can see that with pepper on it. Uh, what what is do you have your wine? It's a feather. Oh, it looked like a crack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's a beautiful yeah. little feather. No, yeah. I don't have wine. I, I have my water bottle. I'm not drinking. I need to take a break. It's been bad this week, Jenna. <laughs> I drink every night since I left Ottawa. <laughs> well, it was your dad's birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, John. yesterday. <laughs> you want to know that's so bad, though, since we're not together right now? You know how much we usually drink on our recording days. So I'm like justifying my daily drinking being like, well, it's still not as much as I normally drink on a Monday night with Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you so what are you uh drinking because I noticed because you you record sometimes at my house um yeah. and what what were you drink? you had wine how much wine did you have that night oh at your house I had just a small bottle <laughs> you mean a regular size bottle <laughs> yeah and then I stayed at your apartment like a lonely sad dog and watched <laughs> married with children until like 10 p.m <laughs> <laughs> it's comfy it is yeah and you have all these different subscriptions that I'm too cheap to buy like Amazon Prime and Crave so I'm gonna go back (laughs) right (laughs) you're free and more than welcome to use everything in my house except for my bedroom yeah 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 what were your exact instructions please just don't have sex with any meth addicts in my in my room that was exactly my instructions because you know that's the type I go for right (laughs) (laughs) um so interesting thing happened um so as people know and if there's anyone new listening I left two weeks ago to fly from Ottawa to Vancouver so I could spend the holidays with my parents yes it was risky because of COVID but you know uh that was something we all three of us discussed and I, I I went a little bit earlier I think I went November 19th so I was hoping to like avoid a lot of the traffic Anyways, yeah. I was supposed to fly direct from uh, Ottawa to Vancouver, but they rerouted my flight through dirty Calgary, dirty oh. Alberta, where there's so many cases. They have more cases than Ontario, oh. but Ontario has four times the amount of people. Right. And wow. Now it's crazy. So I, the other day, um, and I have isolated pretty much. I mean, yes, I have gone out for walks and stuff, but I've done my best. I haven't been around friends, like, you know, just keeping it to my, me and my two parents. So I, um... You're we not scared enough to say you you have the virus, are you? Because I'm I'm getting chills right. I don't know what you're going to drop on us. <laughs> so my mom's friend, we were going to go for a walk, and she's one of those women that like watches the news like religiously. Yeah, like and you. she's like, oh, there's a bunch of flights from Calgary that have COVID cases on them. What oh was her God. flight number? So she gave her my flight number. My flight had COVID on it. And Shut when up. They, yeah. Oh my so God. when they do announce it, like when there is COVID on a plane, they'll give you like high risk rows, right? And at my plane, it was rows 11 to 19. Guess what row I was in? Oh, <gasps> not 19. 18. 19. So you were like right behind the virus. Well, we don't know. It was in rows 11 to 19. So in my, if I'm thinking, oh. you know, according to spread, the, the main holder carrier would have been in like rows eight, or not. And then they do the like the radius around that yeah. person. Yeah. Okay. Now, good news is, is it's been two weeks since I've arrived in Ottawa or, or in yeah. Vancouver. I feel fine. I am fine. Everyone in my house is feeling okay. So we're over that hump now. But yeah, crazy. Oh, that's, 
it's so that is that's like the closest I've heard of anybody being to the virus. <laughs> right. You know, everyone's like, I don't know anyone that has it. Like you were really close to it. Well, uh, someone that we kind of used to work around in the same industry with Jeff Hopper, he's got COVID. Uh, he's in the ICU right now. So we're wishing him a speedy, speedy recovery because he unfortunately just lost his dad to COVID. Two weeks ago. It's crazy. I know. But, you know, I don't know if you saw the little news clip of him talking from the hospital. And I thought he looked great. I'm like, you don't look sick <laughs> at all, Jeff. If I could look that good with COVID, geez. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it is. But you know what? I, I did. I didn't touch anything. I didn't talk to people. I had my medical masks. I didn't wear my cloth when I wore my medical. And I didn't drink anything for four hours prior, prior to my flight so that I didn't have to pee and use the washroom. So you just stayed curled in your little Asian ball. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? It worked. Yeah, I guess so. Hopefully. Oh, shit. What is Let's, do you have to stop in Calgary on the way home? Because if so, I'm sending an Uber to pick you up. <laughs> right. I wasn't supposed to, but because flights aren't going, like they've been rerouting through Calgary. And I'm like, out of all the provinces, you got to pick the one with the highest COVID rate right now. Yeah. Like according to population, like F that junk. I don't want to stop in Alberta. And I can say that because I was born in Calgary. Well, what do you think? Why are they so bad? All those cowboys are Trump supporters or what? Well, I don't know. I was talking because I have relatives in Edmonton and in Calgary. And I think there's a lot of the smaller towns that don't really believe that it's a thing. So they're not wearing their masks. They're protesting, gathering in groups. I think that is going to be the biggest cause of spread. Not airplanes, not that gyms, I think not restaurants. I think the biggest spread, especially right now around Christmas time, is going to be indoor gatherings. Yeah. And that's what we're starting to see in the States, even from Thanksgiving. They're seeing it's getting crazy over there. And it's only been a few days since Thanksgiving. Yeah, Yikes. I know. Um, so that was kind of crazy and cool at the same time. Yeah. Hey, congratulations. Good news to Jessica Cayley, who won our Instagram contest. <laughs> that's an awesome prize package. Just saying. It is. It is. And you know what? If you don't like something, you can give it away. But uh, no point talking about it now because Jessica won. So you suckers can't win nothing until we do it again. <laughs> yes. So keep an eye out. We never know when a contest will pop up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, what are we doing on this episode? Weird news, I guess. Yeah. Um, I saw this the other day and hold on. Where did it go? Let me find it here. Way to be prepared, Jenna. Eh, it's practically the holidays. Right. Um, anyways, this is about this like bodybuilder guy in oh, Kazakhstan, I believe. <laughs> and okay. he married his sex doll. But unlike some of the other stories where we've talked about this, this one like really gives me like weird vibes. Oh, I thought you were going to say it makes you feel like, oh, like, like you like this guy. Well, that's the thing. I don't know whether to be oh like, oh, or like, whoa, you really need to get your he he head checked. Okay. Well, okay. okay. <laughs> so his name is Yuri and his doll's name slash wife's name is Margot. Okay. So they got, had like a full out wedding in front of everybody. Um, they had like their first dance, um, all that jazz. Anyways, this is when it gets interesting. It's kind of like the backstory around it. So they got engaged December 2019. We're going to get married a lot earlier because of, but you know, COVID. Yeah. So they didn't have to. He describes himself as a sexy maniac. Oh boy. So I don't okay. think that's a sex maniac. Maniac. 
I think he's no, a, like he's a sexy maniac. You know what the word maniac makes me think of? Luca Magnata, because that's what they used to call him before he was caught. They'd call him the ice pick maniac because you know right. how he hit him with the ice pick. Yeah, so that's what I think of. <laughs> it's just maniac wouldn't be a word that I would use to describe myself. No. 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 <laughs> okay, so he loves to post pictures all over social media and he hashtags it with things like ideal relationship, hashtag true life, hashtag happy wife, happy life. Okay, so you're like, all right. <laughs> so in one post, there it's a picture of him and the doll working out together, which I don't know how that actually happens. But anyways, and this was the quote with it. Couples need to talk less and com- connect more. With time and experience, Margot and I realize that it takes more than words to have a conversation. Your partner sure deserves the best, but they have to do their part. She doesn't talk. She's a doll. Just well, so she doll. The, But maybe they, she has one of those strings you pull at the back and she's like, I love you. I love or you. Or maybe he hears her talking in his oh, head. Yeah. That's probably more. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> So, okay, then they go into, like, there's an actual backstory of how these two met. Like, he didn't just open up a sex toy or sex doll magazine and was like, I like this one. They met at a nightclub, okay? They met. Okay, they met. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I gotta read this. I gotta read this. (laughs) Yuri said he met Margot at a nightclub where he rescued her from some unwanted attention, adding that they had planned to take the plunge in March before coronavirus pandemic hit. So, like, he said that, that he saved her from unwanted attention in a club. Like, to me, this sounds like he's making all of this up in his head. Yeah, because how did she get to the club? He would have had to bring her. And if she's just sitting in a club, like, it's no different than when you see a bachelorette party and there's, like, a blow-up man doll. Yeah, yeah. Some poor guy probably went to the bathroom and came out and he's like, where's my bitch? I lost my doll. (laughs) Yeah. He says he identifies as a pansexual. And says that his their story turns him on more than the sex they have itself, more than the sex itself. Well, yeah, because it's basically masturbating. It's not as fun. Right. He also enjoys BDSM um, and being tortured. And yeah. What? Well, how's the dog going to do that? Exactly. He goes... I love being tortured. I can endure a lot of pain. I love to dominate too. Margot is capable of what other people are not capable of. So imagine what he is doing to that poor doll's lady parts. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Pull, oh, shoving God. objects up there. I don't know. This doesn't seem like a well man. No, it doesn't. But I was going to say, let's just be glad he's doing it to a doll, not a real person. But, you know, it's like those serial killers. They got to start somewhere. Right. And maybe soon Margo will stop giving him the reaction he likes and he'll have to move on to like real women. Right. In his head. What if she changed? I do think that this Margo like actually is a living, breathing, walking thing in his mind. So the where did he talk story... about her? Yeah. But did this, was this like, did he seek out some media and was like, I have a story to tell you. Yeah. Like, I think it was they... in, like the sun UK or something. <laughs> okay. Good thing it's in the UK. Stay over there. No, it was Kazakhstan. He's from Kazakhstan. Okay. Isn't that where Borat's from? It's probably Borat. This is probably like the premise to his next movie. (laughs) You would actually think this guy is pretty good looking, I think. Oh, show me, please. Not hard to impress me these days, boys. Well, it doesn't show his like direct head-on face, but there's there's them in the bathtub. Oh, he ain't bad. 
Oh, he's quite good looking. And then there's him with her on a ferry ride. He's kind of like a bearded Mr. Clean. He's super hot. Oh my God. Right. So it makes you wonder, like, I don't know. I'll be a doll. I'll lay and play spread eagle doll. You are a doll. <laughs> you got you. all the plastic parts. Oh, it's wearing off. I got to <laughs> go for a Christmas Botox. So, so we have this guy that did the marrying his sex doll, but we've also had stories about people marrying ghosts. Yeah. What do you think is weirder? I think the ghosts might be weirder. I agree, because at least you can touch and have sex with a doll. But apparently you're having sex with the ghost, too. If, if it was a real choice and they both were, you know, on the table, I would choose the ghost. Because then it's like, an actual, that'd be cool, I think. Literally. Ooh, it'd be chilly. <laughs> right? And also, like, it wouldn't be as rude when he ghosts you after, you know? <laughs> that was awful. That was horrible. That was bad. Because, uh, you know, they do. I'll tell you something. This next story I have will make you glad to be single because this just rips your heart out. A man goes to the doctor for depression after finding out his wife's having an affair. Turns out the guy. The doctor! Yes! Boom! Can you believe this? This poor man. It's like, oh my God. Okay, so he's 47 years old. He's from uh, Bend, Oregon. You've been there? N Bend? Yeah. No, but I've heard of it. Yeah, of course. It sounded like a place he visit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay. So he was depressed a few years ago when his marriage fell apart after he found his wife was cheating. So he went to his family doctor, a guy named Ronald Rosen. Don't go to Dr. Rosen. He went to get counseling and a prescription for his depression. But after the appointment, he found out who his wife was having an affair with. Yeah, it was with Ronald, the doctor. Uh, he just sued the doctor for $2.9 million and won uh, for professional negligence. I hope that doctor loses his license too. Well, I priced out two point million. If you or two point nine million, if you lose that, that sounds like a pretty big lawsuit, right? Right, but don't forget, doctors make a lot of money in the states because it's private. Oh right? yeah, states. I just, you know, what I hate about this story is it doesn't tell us how he found out it was a doctor. Like, did the doctor have a guilty conscience and just come clean? Like, I, I hope see it. so. Because how else would this guy find out? Unless the wife told him, maybe. Also, I feel like you should be going, not going to your family doctor to treat depression. Isn't that what you go to like a psychologist for? For like yeah, therapy? But don't you have to, oh yeah, maybe you're right. But like, don't you have to start, like I'm thinking of specialists. Like if I have, want to see a dermatologist, I go to right. my family doctor and then, you know, but, right. but I don't know, I just, ouch, ouch. Like how would you ever trust again? Or even want to go to the doctors. It's already hard enough getting men to go to the doctors. Yeah. Yeah, straight men, straight men. Right. That is actually why gay men have longer life expectancies because we actually go when we find any little rash. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Okay, uh, what else? So, so hey, by the way, you, uh, are we talking about your personal life these days or no? <laughs> uh, we'll see how much I wish to divulge. <laughs> okay, well, I just... Well, I was going to inquire about the guy you're seeing and the size of his penis. Is that too much? That's too much. <laughs> I think that's a breach of relationship contract. Here, I'll, I'll you know what? No, massive, huge. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Either you're damned if you do, if you're damned if you don't. I was like, come on, Jenna. You got to I'll, I'll just huge. go with the best route, best possible case scenario. 
Well, if it is huge, it might mean he's poor. What? Yes. According to a new study, the smaller a man's penis is, the more money he makes. No wonder I'm like broke. Okay. Um, Trump, you know who has a lot of money? Trump. And he, he looks like he has a micro. Yeah. You know, and there was a guy I was seeing not long ago that made a lot of money and pretty small. Pretty small. Like, okay, so the re- yeah. It's not about the size, gentlemen. It's about how you can use it and everything else. It's true. And we've talked about this before how sometimes when you're the one taking it, the smaller ones are easier and it's more enjoyable, right. less painful. <laughs> right, there you go. There you go, at least for me. So this is what they found out. Uh, the researchers found that men who are packing more than eight inches earn an average of only $35,000 a year. Now, this is American, so, you know, grain of salt. I don't know what that is in Canada, but you get Say the like idea. 50K. Okay. Then every time you drop an inch, <laughs> the man's average salary goes up until you get to men who are only three inches. Oh, and they pull in an average of $80,000 a year. I mean, make twice as much as a guy with giant hogs. <laughs> the study also I, You know, my argument with this study is, uh, what are some of the most wealthiest people in the world right now? Yeah, but we don't know if they have big penises. Okay, let's just use common sense here. Take a look. I, not Okay, not like that. But take a look at professional athletes, basketball oh. players. LeBron James just signed a $48 million contract for two years. Right. And I guarantee him he's packing oh, yeah. more than three inches. <laughs> oh, oh, LeBron for sure. But we've been fooled before, I, you know, with, especially with white guys. Sometimes you see these big burly white guys. They're like lumberjacks. And then it's like, whoop, whoop. So, so I don't know. I feel like we're dick shaming. Uh, no, no. I'm not, I, I like we just said, I'm not. A, I don't know. He's like, I no, no, I'll take anything these days. Yeah, yeah I really. Yeah. It's more about the person. Uh, but yeah. And, and how they look is that it yeah yeah i'm a face person i need to see the face <laughs> which is a problem on grinder because so many guys are like married to women and so they just show the body so you have to always like let me see your face let me see your face That's i don't know maybe horrible. i'm a weird gay i know unless it's it like is. consensual and like the wife knows and is okay with their husband on grinder well then why isn't he showing his face <laughs> so i don't deal with ones that don't show their face because it, to me it means you're ashamed or you're hiding something and so Either way, I'm not interested. Right. Girl power. So there you go. Uh, guys with small junk have also most likely been promoted in the past five years. Why? Okay. Is it because they feel bad for them or something? I think this is something to do with, if you're one of these guys that has a really small dick, maybe you feel like you have to prove yourself, so you do try harder. You know the oh. old thing when you, you see muscle cars and stuff, and you're like, oh, you must have a small dick. But I think there's a bit of truth to that, that you make up for it in other ways. Right. That's quite insightful of you, Jesse, actually. I wouldn't know. <laughs> that, has, that has nothing to do with my quest for success. <laughs> okay, shall I continue? Yes, continue. <laughs> okay, you're almost out of wine. You're making me want to drink wine. You know okay, what? So- it's, I'm not enjoying this glass. I'm not even going to lie. Why? What kind is it? Oh, it's not the wine itself. It's just I don't think I wanted to drink it all today. But I poured it because last time we did one, I didn't have one and you had one and I felt left out. So I was like, okay, I'll pour one just for show. Uh, Well, you could have used grape juice. (laughs) Like my parents have grape juice. I was never allowed to get grape juice. Okay, prune juice. I know they got that. They don't have any juice. 
There's no juice in this house. Hey, you know what I've gotten into since you've been gone? Whiskey on the rocks. Who am I? I love that drink. Uh-oh, we may level up. Um, if you want to level up, what you mm-hmm. need to do is make yourself a hot toddy on a cold, cold day. Yeah, I'm still not. Gord used to talk about those all the time. But oh. I just, I don't know. You have to make me one. I just, I'm not sold on hot alcoholic drinks. Oh, you will be once it hits your veins and goes right to your head. Woo. Oh, okay. Now you're like, oh, okay, all right. Well, um, the, way you, the way you described that, I was like, oh, I know exactly that warm burn she means. And then it's like, woo. <laughs> yeah, there's a, a restaurant in Ottawa called the Metropolitan. It's just uh, right by um, the Chateau Laurier. Yeah. And they have really great hot toddies. So if you are in the Ottawa area and you love a good hot toddy, check out theirs. They had, they had one even that they put a little bit of vanilla in. It was delicious. Ooh. Maybe that's where we should go for lunch when you get back. Yeah. And play this clip for them and be like, hey, sponsor us. We talked about you. <laughs> <laughs> or at least give us a free hot toddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Free hot toddy. Hey, everyone's trying to hustle more these days, losing money left and right from COVID, including flight attendants. So here's this next headline. A flight attendant. Whoa, was that a segue or what? You couldn't just let me have it. You couldn't let me have it. I was like, I'm going to sail right on. (laughs) That was so good. Thank you. I've been practicing. (laughs) Sorry, I haven't. Okay, this flight attendant offered adult entertainment on board is under investigation. And I think she's a freaking genius. So I don't know if you've seen this on your airplanes going back and forth. This happened on British Airways and they found out one of their flight attendants was running a side hustle offering sexual services to passengers. Genius. Here's what she offered. For $33, she'd sell you her underwear. For $66, she'd give it to you in person at your hotel. And if the quote, money is right, you can get more sexual services. And you can also pay for, quote, adult entertainment on board in the bathroom if you're interested. Uh, you may wonder how she was offering these services. OnlyFans. So she had an OnlyFans page and she said what airline she worked for so they knew how to find her. Um, so, okay. But I wouldn't consider mailing someone your panties a sexual service. <laughs> well, what is it? <laughs> It's just mailing what? panties. It's no different than mailing someone a scarf. You're like, oh, I rubbed this scarf on my genitals. Here you go. Well, I guess you make a point that she couldn't get in charge for like prostitution for doing that. Well, what she does is she probably goes to Victoria's Secret and types the guy's address in and just gets them to ship it so she doesn't have to pay shipping costs. Maybe, but I wonder if they want a certain smell, you know. Um, I don't know you. You know, well, I, I, it was on Orange is the New Black. They yeah. were selling their used panties. I wonder yeah. if that's a real thing. It is, at least for the gays. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, okay. So awesome. I mean, everyone has to hustle. I'm not going to hate anyone's hustle because especially a flight attendant, because I feel so awful. They don't make a lot of money at all. Oh, no. So, no, no. They, they only get paid. They don't get paid for the boarding time. They only get paid from when the flight leaves to when the flight ends. This I only know of Air Canada Rouge because I'm, one of my best friends used to be an attendant on one of their, on, with them. Um, oh, yeah, they don't pay you shit. And it's awful. It's awful. Well, then I guess I don't blame why she would tap into the work network. Because I was thinking that's the only thing she kind of did wrong was she did right. this on her company's time. But... 
Too and while you're at it, girl, steal the mini alcohol balls bottles too. <laughs> and the peanuts. They're salty, delicious. I, like <laughs> <laughs> so I got I pretzels. They gave us pretzels. I did not eat them though because I did not want to get COVID. I'd be very curious to hear about that flight and how many people on your plane got it. Right. Okay. So here's another thing for the people to be outraged about is Uh that the airline has not once contacted me to say that the flight that I was on and the row that I was in has been affected to tell me. So I didn't find this out until over a week of already being in Vancouver. And so if you weren't taking it upon yourself to self-isolate, you could have been spreading it. Which you do not have to do by law. When you fly within Canada, so just a heads up to everyone, you do it because you're a responsible adult. You know, that's why I did yeah. it. But technically, I don't. Like, you can still fly to Toronto and do business and fly back. Wow. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, so airlines are not telling you. And, like, they're not even e- emailing the people in those 11 to, ni- like, rows 11 to 19 to let them know. So the government, and you have Trudeau on TV all the time, preaching about this contact tracing app. Right. Yeah. But yet your airlines aren't even contacting people when there has been COVID. Like to me, that is so irresponsible. And also, no wonder people are raising questions when it comes to the app, when it comes to masks. Like, I mean, and some of them are so atrocious, but you're encouraging all these Canadians to do this like tracking app. But yet your airlines aren't even mandated to contact passengers when there has been confirmed cases of COVID on their flight. So obviously they just let the news know and was like, okay, they have to watch the news now. Right. Or, or the, or the journalists themselves, the media themselves take it upon themselves to go through the log. Cause they do post it on their site. Wow. I didn't yeah. even know that. That app, I thought it was a joke since the beginning to tell you the truth. And every once in a while, they'll send me an alert, <clears throat> excuse me, saying you haven't been near anyone that has COVID. And I'm like, that's great. And maybe it's true. But you know that I've been a lot of places. I've been back at Yuck Yucks. I've been back at the gym. I've been at the mall. I'm telling you, I've walked by someone that's in, in contact with it. So it's only if people get tested positive and then put it in themselves, right? So yeah. there's all kinds of people that aren't even updating the app. Ottawa has been doing a really good job, though. Yeah, we are. A bunch of loser rule followers here, I guess. Right. But it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. Keep that because, you know, I want to come back to Ottawa and after two weeks of staying in my apartment, I want to be able to like still go out and, you know, and yeah. hopefully we get like a nice long season on the canal and all that jazz. And all that jazz. Well, we apparently we're going to have a vaccine soon. So, yeah. Well, you know, that whole debacle. Poor JT's getting heat for that. Canada's getting it last. Oh, we're going to have serious FOMO and the rest of the world's back, like partying, having orgies and like Coachella. And then we're still wearing our masks. I have a friend because she's a uh, she's got her Kiwi passport, her New Zealand passport. She's living in New Zealand. I'm looking at her stories being like she's back in a crowded stadium watching sporting events and because they have zero cases. Wow. Because they're an island, right? Yeah, Yeah. she's living her free life, you know, and they have. Yeah. And they also have a female prime minister, just saying. Hey, girl power, again, I think we need that. Come on, Kamala. She's our closest hope right now. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I know. Okay, oh, here we go. Next headline. I really don't trust in any American politicians (laughs) to do anything good, but go on. (laughs) Well, this story is not about Americans. Yeah, this is actually about working from home, womp womp, but this is such bullshit. This is some, like, type A loser manager came up with this. 
Microsoft is patenting a new sensor that can tell if you're bored during work Zoom meetings. So then your manager can get mad at you. So I'm, I'm, bored. I'm bored during in-person meetings. What does it matter? Of course people are going to be bored. It's a fucking meeting that probably could have been an email. That's right. And as long as your shit's getting done, who cares if you're bored, hyper, happy, depressed, just do your work. I'm sure there's moments when people listening to this podcast get bored. We're not holding it against you. <laughs> Boredom's just a natural human's emotion. And like, you tell me that's going to help productivity if your manager calls you and says, hi, we noticed for our artificial intelligence app that you were bored during the last meeting. I'd be like, pick a finger. I'm finding another job. Imagine if the government used that, the federal government, all their employees were just like this. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, this is the government employee look. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I got some Christmas uh, Zoom office parties I'm doing comedy for coming up this month, which I'm dreading like you wouldn't believe. No, Uh, I'm sorry, but what kind of fucked up company decides to make their employees join a Zoom party? I know. No, spend the money and buy them a nice little (laughs) gift. I know. It's a, and let me tell you, stand up when you don't hear people laughing is really awful. But I need the money, so I just am doing it, and it's going to be. Hey, horrible. here's an idea. I can get drunk and sit there while you do it, and I can laugh for you. Yeah, like that. Well, you're not going to be back. Oh. Maybe but I can see, put you on my. Yeah. But can we please talk about the Zoom office party, though? Like, everyone hates having to get on Zoom, anyways. Know. You know? But to be like, Call it a party is just with a bunch of people that you don't party with anyways. No. That's awful. Like, I wouldn't even get on a Zoom party with, like, 10 of my girlfriends and just drink all night. Because after eventually I want to get off the computer. We work on the computer all day. I think that's cruel. That is cruel. They make up for it. I have a friend. He works for a big insurance company, and uh, they made them join their office Christmas party. But you know what they did? They sent them all a box, and in the box was a voucher to order takeout and a bottle of champagne. Now, there we go. Cool. Are you still allowed to leave that Zoom office party early? Yeah. Well, hey, you already got the champagne. What are they going to do? Send back the empty bottle? <laughs> you know, and I always feel bad for like the classic office like mess. They don't get their chance to shine this year. <laughs> yeah. Through. you know <laughs> well we're not working in offices right now anyway so <laughs> so this is what the the stupid sensor does it's by microsoft and it's going to watch people's facial expressions and analyze speech patterns and then come up with a rating of how bored they are so it's body language essentially have you ever met someone though that really always looks like they're bored and always talks yeah. like they're bored I feel bad for that person. <laughs> yeah. You know, on the flip side of that, today at the gym, there's a guy, he's Middle Eastern. I think he's good looking because, but he's always in his mask, but he's got these eyes that always look like he's laughing. Do you know people like that? And it's like, for a first while, I was like, why is he laughing at me? And then I just noticed that those are his eyes, like this constant smile, like maybe he's stoned as hell. I don't know. But <laughs> Probably. Just, if it's our gym eyes. that we work out at together, yes, yeah, most yeah. definitely he's stoned. Okay, maybe that's it. There's people smoking weed in the parking lot all the time before they go in and work out. I don't get that. I would not. I'd be at the smoothie bar, maybe the pool. Well, you know me. I'm such a functional pothead. I can do anything and smoke weed. But like smoking a joint and then going into the gym, that's a no-no. I need to at least sit for an hour. (laughs) Yeah. You do smell it every once in a while, too. You're like, oh, hardcore. Hardcore. Uh, good luck getting a spot. I can't imagine how people are so angry right now. 
Right. I have to book three, four days in advance. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's it. We have no idea when this is going to be available in Canada. We don't care. We don't want it. We don't, don't want none of it. And we also don't want Christmas Zoom parties. No. Unless no, you're going to send no. us free champagne. Just give them the box and go, we hope, so, so sorry that we can't have our annual Christmas party this year. So here's our gift to you. Enjoy it with your family and your friends that you can actually see in person. Don't, here, take this and let me bribe you to join a Zo another Zoom call because we haven't had 50 already this week. This is a debate and we're posting this on our Facebook because okay. I want an actual poll to know if I'm just being grinchy and scroogey. <laughs> would you would you rather like have a Christmas Zoom party where they send you stuff or would you rather just send them to you? Or nothing. Because you're right. If they send if they create this party and they're like, how are we gonna get people to attend? We have to spend extra money to send them free champagne. Well, you could have just done nothing and everybody would have been just as happy and you would have saved all that money. You know what else is great and costs like little money when it comes to postage? Prepaid visas. Oh, how about you give your employees a monetary bonus because a lot of them have suffered due to COVID. Whether it's not them losing their job, maybe their partner did. You yeah. know, their kids, you have to pay for extra childcare or maybe you can't, like, I don't know. But there's or just so much that people need right now other than another Zoom meeting in their life I around agree. the holidays. Never mind whether you lost your job or not. Some of you have to homeschool the little brats. Couldn't imagine that. Right. School supplies, all that jazz. I mean, I love you, Jesse, but I get tired of our Zoom chats when we're not in person. <laughs> is that your way of saying the episode is over now? Yeah. <laughs> I would also like to know, have you watched Chicago? Because you've said all that jazz about seven times during the <laughs> And all that jazz. It's just in my mind right now. I'm stoned. No, I'm just joking. I'm not. <laughs> well, happy birthday to your dad. And, uh, Thank you. Oh, wait, before we go, we should really talk about uh, that Christmas came early for you. Britney oh, Spears, dropped a, new, <laughs> Britney Spears oh. dropped a new song. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. Don't even, actually, don't listen to it. It's called Swimming with the Stars, and the fans are outraged. We're boycotting it. Hashtag free Britney. Because you remember, she said she doesn't want to participate in anything that's going to make her dad or those people money. And they just put this song out without her permission. It's a promotion for home, uh, urban outfitters. <laughs> and, it's, and it's not even a good song. I, it, Jenna, private show is better. Oh. Private show. Remember that one? <laughs> I thought you were going to say Christmas came early because you sent me a wonderful gift. Thank I you. I did. Are you using it right now? I am. I, let me see if I can show you. Here it is in action. A ring light. Bam, bam, bam. You know, you should really do this call with the phone in the, the holder. What do you mean? Oh, but it's because I'm on my laptop, so it needs to go over top. See? Oh, okay. But I, I love it. So now I've got two. One's at your house. One's here. It's amazing. Thank you. It's a light and show. I, and I can't wait until you get back and we can make some of those disastrous recipes from friends. Oh, yeah. I forgot about some of those. I forgot about those. Yes, we do. We got to get started on that. We should post every single recipe we make. Yeah. And oh, rate you know what? I, last recording when I was at your house, I brought my dinner. I, I, brought, I brought like a chicken teriyaki microwave dinner. And I you don't, don't have, have a microwave. microwave. <laughs> so I used a pot. I like scraped it frozen into a pot and, and it worked. That's exactly what I do. Or I get like a pan and put a lid over top of it, depending on what kind of food it is. 
I couldn't find the skillet. I almost texted you. I was like, where's the skillet? It's yeah, don't worry. Anytime you well, can where is it? It's in the in the that vertical narrow oh, beside, oh, beside the, the skillet. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> See, I'm I make myself right at home. Be careful what you wish for. Right? Now people are like, okay, we're bored. Now you guys can go. Okay. 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 Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>